Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Lucas High Podcast, and it's time for the long cast, and I have an awesome episode for you guys today. It is episode 23, part one, uh, with my close friend, Nick Hand. Uh, Nick, I have known for a while now. We uh, trained together at uh, jiu-jitsu. Um, he just moved gyms to JT in order to pursue his dreams of becoming a world champion. He is a ruthless um, savage on the mat, and he is a beast when it comes to jiu-jitsu. But having him on the podcast, and this is a common theme about every time I have a guest on the podcast, and I just learn so much about them. And having Nick on, I really got to understand him better as a person, uh, what he thinks about and how he thinks, and the things that he's doing to help himself get better, because Nick and I are around the same age. He's two years younger than I am. So it was kind of nice to have him on, and we kind of just got to uh, hang out and talk as buddies and talk about life things and things that we're working on. And it was a ton of fun, and I'm so glad that he was able to come on. Uh, He talked a lot about what it was like growing up with Tourette's and how he struggled with that and how he's really kind of transitioned and understand it. learn to understand himself better uh, from that. And so I was so grateful to have him on. Nick, thank you for being on. uh, And welcome to the next episode of the Lucas Eye Podcast. And without further ado, uh, my friend, Nick Hand. Thank you. Hey, everybody. How's it going? How you doing, Nick? Good. How are you, Lucas? I'm good. Good. I'm glad I'm glad to have you on the podcast today. I'm very happy to be on too, man. Thank mm-hmm. you. I've been wanting to be on here for a while. I know it's about time, but uh, <laughs> so well, let's just get right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, you are definitely one of you're one of the hardest roles I've ever had in my entire life. I'm going to say <laughs> right now. Uh, so you're from my jujitsu gym. Uh, you or you just went to JT though? Yes, right? JT mm-hmm. Torres. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that later? Or you want to get into that now? Oh, it's totally up to you. We yeah. can, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just hit on it now. Okay. What's it like being at JT's? Oh, man. Training with JT Torres is like, man, It's he's a world champion. and mm-hmm. he, he taps me with ease. It's like, I'm I'm very good at jiu-jitsu, but <laughs> he makes yeah. me feel like a, a white belt, you know, like really? a beginner. Yeah. Does, is it like, because I know when I roll with you, it's, I feel like it's only really a matter of time. It's like the same exact feeling mm-hmm. of just overwhelming I don't know what's happening. Or yeah, mm-hmm. does he just know more techniques, or is it just? I think I think it's he's. You know what it is. I think it's his conditioning. It's his strength. It's his technique. It's everything. Everything about JT Torres is world class. It's his mental game. Yeah. It's his strength. Everything. It's yeah. You know, I think his strongest, um, his strongest asset he has is his mindset. Yeah. You know that's yeah. Hmm. Hmm. He doesn't get tired, <laughs> and if he does, he just keeps going. He really? just doesn't stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's like uh, Connor versus Khabib. You know, yeah. it's it's the same. He's the same style fighter as Khabib. It's, yeah, he really. doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Khabib's a man. He's dude. That Connor fight was that kind of fight was kind of interesting because dude, I felt like Connor came out really, really flat. I agree. Yeah, I think yeah. he came out so flat. He looked ring rusted, and then if you do that against Khabib, it's just. He's so good. Absolutely. You know I mean? He's just going to smash you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but again, with uh, JT, so he's been, he got his black belt real young too, right? Yeah. I believe he got it in age of 19. Yeah. I believe. So yeah. that's, he's kind of, I, I don't know him. I've never met him or anything. Uh, I mean, you have, cause you're mm-hmm. training up there now, which congratulations because Thanks, it's for like a world class type level and 
um, improving mm-hmm. and just it's there's nothing i guess uh, the same thing happens in tennis that mm-hmm. there's nothing supplementing for just having good quality roles against like other people that are training at that high level right and that's i mean good for you man I mean, thanks it's tough man. Yeah. what's it like the rest of the gym there so the rest of the gym's tough as well man so yeah. i i took about six months off training which was my longest layoff yeah. and uh, why was that i had a couple injuries i was mm-hmm. um a couple i was i was sick for a little bit too yeah I had a kidney infection and uh mm-hmm. Um, dealing with, dealing with something right now, but, um, uh, you know, I'm going to get it fixed. Yeah. So did you know what, what was it like when you had the kidney infection? Did you know you had it or? Oh yeah. So, uh, I had, I was having really bad stabbing pains in my lower and upper, uh, part of my like stomach my oh, abdominal okay, okay. area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was getting bad. So yeah. was it consistent? Like you just yeah. felt it all the time? All the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. So and you couldn't even roll with it probably. No, it was yeah. pretty bad. And you know, I just thought maybe if I drank a lot of water, it would go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I tried to stay hydrated and it was getting a little better. But then one day I wake up, woke up and it was just, it was awful. Yeah. And I was like, I, you know, I was like, I need to go to the ER, to the ER or yeah. urgent care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what they do to test for it? So, uh, they do a, they do a piss test. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a urine normal. sample, I yeah. should say. Um, mm-hmm. my apologies, but yeah, yeah, they do a urine sample and yeah, you just pee in it and then they get the test results back right. and you know, they said I had the E. coli virus. So oh, like, okay. all right. Oh, that's a pain. Yeah. So, Where'd but where do you think you got it? Uh, I don't know, man. They say they don't know how I got it. It's yeah. really uncommon in men to get like my, at my age to okay. get, you know, like a bladder infection or like a kidney infection, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure where I got it. Um, I don't know, but yeah, you know, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. It's weird. Man. Yeah, but and yeah. then it, is that completely gone now, or the infection's gone? Yes. Okay, the infection's gone. But I think the antibiotics really messed my gut up. I'm having okay. problems with my gut now. Yeah. So antibiotics are they're going to kill your gut because they just kill everything. Yeah. And then you have to like properly take the right probiotics and then it's always a weird little area that wants to kill everything and then if you're taking too much of one probiotic it can kind of get in out of imbalance and right it can kind of just be all over the place because i had some gut troubles for a while too so i know yeah. exactly how frustrating that is. absolutely yeah. yeah it's like one of the most frustrating things yeah so yeah so i'm getting that taken care of um yeah. got a gi you know gi appointment and yeah. everything to get that taken care of that's a huge thing now yeah that's a huge thing like i had um dude i <laughs> I actually had to do the same thing. So I was having like um, just really, really bad uh, digestion for a really long time. And when you have it, I don't think a lot of people understand is when you have it, it's debilitating. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like you don't want to move. You don't like you don't want to get up. You want to sleep. Yeah. And then when you wake up in the morning and you have just terrible bowel movements Mm -hmm. and you're just like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Yeah. And it's such a shame because you can get it from just eating the same thing over and over and over again. And it's just... I don't know. It's frustrating. So I, I dude, I actually had to do like a very similar thing. I actually went to a doctor and they have you do like a poop test. It's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to have to do that and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yeah. That's very interesting how, yeah. uh, you know, they do all those tests and everything. Yeah. You can learn a lot from it though. Yeah. You can like, they'll definitely find out what's bugging you. The one thing that makes me like curious about it is that it's more of just a snapshot in time. Yeah. So if you think about it, so it's just like however your digestion was that day mm-hmm. or that period of time when you're processing your food. Right. And then when they take the bowel movement and then they test it for all those things, mm-hmm. you, it's it's kind of interesting. But dude, I hope that that gets better for you because trust me, man. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I appreciate it. And I'm, I'm glad they, they uh, solved yours, you know. I know. Yeah. We'll start off with the gross and <laughs> the gross <laughs> yeah. stuff right now. Right? Yeah, can, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get it out of the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so that can be really frustrating, especially on your training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you, so you took that break. Was there anything else that was kind of bugging you during that, that time period? Yeah, absolutely. I was, I was going through a lot. Um, like, uh, you know, I, and I hate admitting it, like social media is my outlet. Like yeah. I, I usually tell my friends on social media, but I don't usually talk to like, yeah. To my close friends, I'll tell them, but like, you know, I, I deal with like a lot of depression and stuff. Um, yeah. You know, obviously I have Tourette's and everything, you know about that. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, you know, sometimes you just feel like you're alone, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I feel like a lot of guys, especially me, you know, like I'm a yeah. six foot four jujitsu yeah. brown belt, you know, yeah. I can handle myself against any, pretty much any man on the planet. Yeah. Hand to hand combat. Mm-hmm. Besides JT Torres. <laughs> but with that being said, like, you know, uh, 99% of men, like, I can handle, you know, but I feel like as a man, like, you're sometimes you're afraid to speak out, like, um, your weaknesses, you know what I mean? And yeah. Guys do that a lot. They hide away from, you know, their feelings and, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, um, you know how, like, Mike Tyson was very sensitive. I'm, I'm a sensitive dude. Yeah. You know, that's, that's how I've always been. Um, embrace it you gotta embrace it yeah you gotta embrace it you know it's 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 part of the reason why I'm good at jujitsu though you know because if I wasn't sensitive you know I don't think I'd be as good as a jujitsu athlete you know I I need those emotions uh, to keep going you know I'm I'm an emotional person so that's that's where yeah yeah if you can like embrace it and then direct it towards what you need it to be directed mm-hmm. towards because i'm kind of that way too like yeah. i'm pretty emotional but i'm really good at directing at what it needs to be like applied most to so that's definitely something that'll help you out is when you can really figure that out yeah and i think that's something that's kind of dying off too that inability to kind of speak out about how you feel yeah. about certain things mm-hmm. i know i don't feel it as much because i just kind of accept it and say fuck it right you know yeah. what i mean yeah mm-hmm. so if you just like being super comfortable with yourself and just yeah. Yeah, but it's all a learning process. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So before we get into like everything else, though, um, do you just want to tell me a little bit? Do you want to because for the for the listeners, right? So you're 21, right? 22. I just Tw- turned 22 in August. Yeah. All right. Ha- that's right. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks, man. And then mm-hmm. when did you get your brown belt? I got my uh, jujitsu brown belt. Um, it's July. It was July 14th in 2017. Okay. Yeah. So what was that like? Oh man, that was an amazing feeling. Um. You know, Andre Gaval came out and uh, uh, pretty much, you know, was there for me getting my brown belt. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, it was it was awesome. Um, yeah. I met I met a legend of the sport. Mm-hmm. The man's been everywhere. You know, he's won every tournament there is in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. He just retired, right? Uh, I think, yeah, I think he's doing one more ADCC. Yeah. And then I believe he's retiring, yeah. Yeah. So. He's, how old is he now? Andre, I think Andre's about 36. 36? 37. Yeah. yeah. He's, so he's getting up there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to compete against like killers yeah. now, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then what are your goals for like jujitsu right now? Well, goals for jujitsu right now mainly is just um, getting healthy, you know, yeah. getting, getting my gut fixed, um, getting healthy again, like physically, spiritually and mentally, you know, yeah. my, my biggest flaw in the past year has been my mental, yeah. my mental sharpness. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been on and off with everything. Like I've been... <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. I just been not consistent. Not yeah. Like the me, the me, the past six years, yeah, seven years with jujitsu. No matter how tired I was, no matter how um, like bored I was with jujitsu, I would just keep going. I was yeah. like, "Fuck it," you know. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. I'm tired. I'm gonna keep going to class. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna lift weights. I'm fucking tired. I don't care. Yeah. But the last last year, I just been it's just been one thing after another and you're like, you know, yeah, that happens. Yeah. It's, it's been a tough year. Life, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, I totally understand that. I kind of yeah. had that thing happen right now with this whole concussion thing. Did, but, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah but that's How are you kind feeling of with that now? That's, it's getting better. Um, I have good days and bad days. So yeah. some days are better where my head doesn't really bother, bother me as mm-hmm. much. And then just for whatever reason, other days, it's just I wake up and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, it's just I, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's just a pain because... Like I can sit here and be pretty fine, mm-hmm. but if I have to go to work and do a lot of things, right? It, like my head gets real bad. Or yeah. it, just sitting in class and listening to a lecture is really hard for me, right? And so it's it's unfortunate because otherwise I'm totally fine. Like I can sit at home and hang out and just be totally fine, right? Um, but when I have to go and kind of like up the mental capacity or really up what I'm thinking about, mm-hmm. then it's kind of frustrating. My head gets mm. kind of goes through this loop where you get anxious and my head gets worse. Oh, okay. I get more anxious because my head's getting worse and so my head gets even worse. Interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. But it's a lot better than it was, which I'm glad. It's just it's been good. time consuming to get back to where yeah. I wanted to be. Today's actually one of the better days. Good, yeah, good. So I'm glad. Yeah, that that's the most difficult part about injury, right? It's like yeah. the it's not it's not the it's it's the time it takes to yeah. get, you know. Mm-hmm. And um but yeah, does light bother you at all? Like um on other days I notice that things are really bright. Okay. Like if my head is bothering me a lot, um, things feel really bright. The colors feel, uh, there's a lot of contrast. Like all the colors are really bright and I'm kind of overwhelmed. The biggest thing for me is talking to people is when I have to talk to like three or four people at Uh once. Like if I'm in hanging out with my family Mm -hmm. and they are like asking me questions, if I have like two or three people asking me questions, I feel really overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. That's that's frustrating because normally I can handle that no problem. Yeah. But like we have dogs in my house. They're barking at you when you came in. <laughs> right. But um, <laughs> like the dogs will be barking and then my family will be asking me questions and that's when my head just starts to bother me. Yeah. That's but, when you need your downtime, right? Like yeah. You need to relax. And- mm-hmm. It's a pain too because like with concussions, it's mm-hmm. uh, I don't know about with your recovery for like your kidney thing and your GI mm-hmm. thing, but um, for concussions, it's just like just sit down. Don't really do much. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. pretty much the same with me. It's yeah. like uh, they don't want me to exercise really much. Um, yeah, say I probably shouldn't be training yeah. JTs right now. Yeah. Uh, but um, you know, you just get bored sitting. I know. You know, yeah. it's, that's that's the biggest problem I have is you know, resting my body. Yeah. You know, don't I, I know you do that too though because yeah, yeah. You, you know you're you you love being active. You know, yeah. you're not a lazy person. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, for sure. It's it's a grind for sure. But don't get yourself injured again because I want to yeah. see you out there competing. Absolutely. I want to see how you there compete because it's been yeah. a while since you've competed, right? Yeah, yeah. Last one was um, let's see, was it May? I think in May it was my yeah my brown belt debut in the IBJJF. And yeah. Yeah, I took uh, third place, but could have done a lot better. I yeah. just you know I wasn't. I feel like I wasn't myself. You know, yeah. the last not not that that's an excuse, but. I feel like I could have beat the guy. I got yeah. beat by easily. I just I I didn't show up mentally. You know? Yeah. Well, that's, that's also too. You you hadn't been competing for. You had a couple injuries for a while. Yeah, I had a couple yeah. injuries, mm-hmm. and you're I was sure. very frustrated. So, yeah. but you're still young, so it's like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing about it. You know, I yeah. you know I got to think positive because I could be I could be 35, yeah. and you know I could be a brown belt and be like shit. My my days are over. You yeah. know, I got a very limited time. I got two years, but you know I'm 22. I could. I, I can honestly take three or four years off of jujitsu tomorrow, like, and come back and still win yeah. a world champion, maybe a brown belt, yeah. possibly black belt. Yeah, just mm-hmm. the age, age, the uh, the age factor. You know what I mean? So, yeah. mm-hmm. but consistency is my key. I I don't feel I'm not one of those guys where I don't feel confident if I'm not um, 
training. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Training makes me feel confident, like, in all aspects of life. Yeah. So that's, yeah, mm-hmm. that's one thing. How do you think, uh, what do you think the path for being, like, a brown belt world champion, what does that look like? The path um, yeah, brown for be- you. To, to be a brown belt world champion, I would say the path, that's, it's very difficult. Yeah. Um, especially with me financially, it's, um, I've been, you know, just working any job I can get my hands on just to support myself. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. luckily, thankfully, you know, I have my parents in my corner. Um, they've, they've been there for me, yeah. but, uh, they, they're just hardworking people. You know, I don't have rich parents, but yeah. they've always supported me mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've always put a roof over my head, which I'm thankful for. Yeah. Um, my brother, you know, my brothers, they're there for me. So, yeah, you know, cool. I've yeah. never had like a lot of friends i've always had like i was always a family oriented person like yeah. i trust my family so yeah mm-hmm. that's that's yeah i totally get that that's interesting mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then it's i've been talking with uh like i talked to a bunch of people about it like jujitsu is also really good because it's kind of an extension of that like because mm-hmm. you roll with these guys every day mm-hmm. and then yeah so do you feel like nervous at all going to a new gym and then having to like rebuild those connections or Actually, that's a that's a, that's actually a very good question. I the first night I went to JT's, I actually had an adrenaline dump, and yeah, I was exhausted. My first roll, I was exhausted. I was exhausted doing the warm up. Yeah, yeah. And did you have like nerves going into it? Yeah, it was a little bit of nerves, and it was also just like holy crap! Like, um, this is a start a new chapter in my life. Like, this is a new yeah. gym. Mm-hmm. Um, training with the new guys. I'm in New York. Yeah. You know, it's just. And it's just like all these feelings, you know, you're you're just feeling it. Um, And, you know, like my first night training there, and and again, I haven't really done much in the last six months. Yeah. So I didn't do too well rolling with his students the first night. Mm -hmm. Um, I I got getting like a feel for everyone. Yeah. There's that thing with jujitsu too. Yeah. That um, if you don't go to other gyms all the time and roll, like you Mm -hmm. get really good and getting used to rolling with the people that you roll with. Absolutely. Like pick up on their tendencies. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be that period for you where, you're also stepping up in um in level yeah. as well because mm-hmm. if you like JT's area is kind of a hot spot as well as it's like here yeah. at JT's right oh. from my understanding mm-hmm. and then out west in yeah. California right mm-hmm. those are like yeah the yep. two places right? New York and California is is yeah. the hot spot for jujitsu yeah like if I, you want to train to be like a world champ like you do yeah it's and getting those reps with someone that's also trying to do that mm-hmm. yeah so there'll be that transition to and like learning all their techniques yeah absolutely i i completely agree um yeah that and you know the second night i went there um i did much better i was much more comfortable Mm -hmm. just getting you know getting my foot in the door and that's always how i've been is with like relationships like friendships um not even not just people in general but like um anything i always my first trial on anything i usually fail yeah because i'm so my nerves get the best of me and i think it's part of my like like my tourettes i you know i'm worried about like holding in my ticks i'm worried about you know like what are these people going to think about me you know things like that so i I tend to get like i freeze you know what i mean but the second time i went in there i did pretty well i won every you know i won pretty much every role except you know obviously jt and uh we had liara liara jr which is not to his black belt come in and another guy uh Mm -hmm. i think his name's nicer i don't know how you say his name but uh yeah he's another out to his black belt guys and they crushed me yeah like, i roll with those guys and they crushed me and yeah do you learn a lot oh absolutely yeah. yeah you learn a lot man like and they're not they're very respectful um yeah very respectful guys 
they're there to crush you, but they're there to help you grow and learn and learn. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's what that's what you're there for. You yeah, know? for sure. Mm-hmm. And then this is something that like I want to. Th- what is the first thing that you really learn when you like roll with JT? What is the first thing where you go, oh, okay, this is what this is what it is. You know what I mean? Because you're already so you're a brown belt, mm-hmm. which by the way, for like my listeners that don't pay, t- I know I have a lot of jujitsu guests on, but brown belts right before black belt and yeah. it's a really small percentage that even get past blue belt mm-hmm. to to brown belt or to purple belt then yeah. brown belt so that's like a real small percentage mm-hmm. right so you're already in a huge uh or a really tiny subset of people yeah you have in your brown belt and you're only 22 yeah so what is that like because you're already very skilled and you're already mm-hmm. able to like when you roll with 99% of people yeah. you're going to smash them mm-hmm. but then you get all these killers in one gym like yeah. JT's gym or Andre Galveo's gym and mm-hmm. Adados. Um you get all these killers under one roof what is the first thing that you really notice when you're like oh, oh okay all these people are trained together this is what it really is like for what I want to do yeah so it's it's overwhelming yeah um, yeah it's definitely overwhelming like training with those guys that are next level of you it's like I would say JT is like two levels above me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm naturally athletic, like hardworking and with jujitsu and I, I've dedicated everything towards it the last seven years, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like everything about him's next level. Yeah. Um, he's he like does everything better, faster, stronger. Absolutely. Yeah. Like two levels above, maybe even three. Like he's, yeah. he's just, it's like grappling a cat, like like a big giant cat. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're just getting. He's so fast. You try to sweep him. He's he's already moving to his next position, like okay. passing your guard. And you're like, how did he even do that? Okay, you know, like his everything, his timing, yeah. his speed, his techniques. It's just overwhelming. Um, yeah, yeah. Rolling, training with the guys at headquarters was overwhelming, and yeah. that's. They're, again, they're you know they're a step ahead of me every time. It's like yeah. anything I wanted to do, they were just they knew how to just get side control, hold me down. Yeah. I you know I tried all my escapes, I couldn't move. Yeah, their grip strength is just you know yeah. rolling with a rolling with a world class black belt. Okay, like g- the gym at Otto's headquarters, it's a world class gym. Yeah, like those black belts there, they're even the older guys. They're not going to be plugs. Like they're not going to be shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I hate to disrespect karate, mm-hmm. but like a lot of karate guys get their black belts and they know nothing about fighting. Mm-hmm. Like they'll get taken down by a blue belt and get beat. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, um, to get your black belt in jujitsu, you really n- have to know what you're doing. Yeah. And those guys are, are killers. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also like a respect thing. Like if you're going to yeah. be at a really high level gym and mm-hmm. you have your black belt, you almost have to. You really have to not. You can't be like a tomato can. You can't be fluff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah, gotta be you really good and challenge everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even on that point, so this kind of ties into what I was asking you earlier is, because um, <laughs> you now have a better understanding of what they do. They do just so. Let's pick JT for an example, because mm-hmm. um, that's who we're talking about. He does everything just better overall, better. Yeah. Right. What are the things that you think you have to do <laughs> next? Like, oh, I have to add this first before I do this next piece to really improve to get to that next spot. Do you have to get stronger first or do you have to work on technique first? Or is there a specific part of your game that you really want to focus on? To to get to JT's level, you're asking? Yeah, or to like world champion 
brown belt level. Okay. What do you think the next, like, what are your next steps? Like, I have to, this might sound basic, but yeah. I, I, it's on another level for you. But say for me, if I'm rolling with a blue belt in my gym, right? Um, with, or if I'm even rolling with, like, Chris Cantwell or something, mm-hmm. a perfect example. Yeah. A, a friend of both of ours. Absolutely. Um, and he's been on the podcast before. And shout out to Chris. I love you, Chris. <laughs> he's the man. <laughs> and um, so if I'm rolling with him, I can directly tell, oh, he does guard better than me. Um, if I, he's in my guard, he knows more passes too. So I can directly correlate and say, oh, I have to improve my guard here and here and here mm-hmm. to really kind of contain him. Or when I'm passing, I really have to learn more passes. But for you, I guess it's a little different because you already know a lot of passes. You already know how to yeah. improve your guard. From there, is it just like little tiny tweaks that you have to make? Or what do you have to do, you think? I I wouldn't say it's so much tiny tweaks for me. Yeah, so like sharpen up... Like me coming back from six months, I have to sharpen my technique. Like okay, that, yeah. that'll come within a month of training, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, you know that that's not what I'm worried about. I think like natural um, like athlete athleticism wise, with no store uh, no no steroids. I apologize. Yeah. No steroids, like clean yeah. jujitsu. Um, I think I can handle like any guy in a brown belt division, yeah. but that's the thing, you know, guys are on steroids. Yeah. I'm clean. You know, I yeah. don't do steroids. That's a big factor. You got to, um, that comes into play. Yeah. Does you that all, ever come in your mind and how do they test in when it comes to jujitsu? They don't test brown belts. They only test black belts. Oh, okay. World competitors. Yeah. Do you think it's like a bad thing? That's like, I think so. I think you should be tested from purple and up. Purple and up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think so. Do you think it's kind of like plagued the divisions or? Yeah, um, I think you'd see a lot of top names drop out of the. Uh, you think so? The IBJF for a year or so, to piss, <laughs> so they could piss clean. Yeah. But no, um, sorry, I, I was getting off topic. But to answer That's your fine. question, you can talk uh, about whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, but uh, to get answer your question, um, I think to get to the brown belt world champion level, um, I have to increase my my mental um, toughness, like mm-hmm. which I've had last six years but the last year i've kind of fell off like yeah. my my consistency yeah. my um just listening to my doubts instead of bleat like trusting in myself and believing yeah. in myself mm-hmm. um that's i think the mental game is my biggest flaw right now okay um, well it's natural if you take a long period off mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and uh yeah i think like just you know keep getting stronger um, yeah. i'm pretty strong but like getting my grip stronger um you know getting that speed back my that's grip- a that's kind of what I was looking for there. Yeah. Like you say, the grip strength. Yeah, grip strength. Yeah, that's like a very tangible thing, it seems like. Because mm-hmm. you said earlier, you were like, everybody there, when they grab a hold of you, it's, yeah. their grip strength is insane. Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. something that you noticed right away where you were like, oh. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah even like his um his blue belts have good grips. Like J- JT, Professor JT Torres does a great job of letting, you know, instructing his students and letting everybody know that, you know, grips are everything grips are everything you know if you if your opponent can't break your grips yeah i mean how how's how's it going to stop your technique yeah you know if you're being controlled by grips you're defending you're losing right yeah that's how that's how jujitsu is Mm -hmm. so that was something that you told me early on too mm -hmm. when uh when we were rolling one time i remember asking you (laughs) what like what do you have to do at your level that make sure everything is working fine and you said if you don't have four points of contact with your person mm-hmm. that you're rolling against or you're competing yeah. against, it's they're going to pass you. Yeah, like at your level, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, improving at, that grips is like a really good tangible thing yeah. for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the at the black belt level and the 
at the black belt level and the brown belt level, yeah, you said it perfectly. They'll, you know, if you're if you're behind on grips, you're most likely going to lose. Yeah. What are you doing for that? What like grip strength and everything? Yeah. Um. So I actually right now I'm just getting back into training. You okay. Know? Yeah. So I just did a week a week at JT Torres's. Yeah. That I did was like your first week, right? First week back, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know the the first couple first and second session were you know were a little uh, rough for me, and then you know third and fourth, you know I I really I did a lot better. I yeah. did a lot better. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Um, so yeah, I'm proud of myself for just like getting over that mental head or yeah. mental hump. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, I'm just, I just got to keep, stay consistent and keep the yeah, consistency. For sure. And so do you have a, when you, do you have like a list in your head of, so that you have this first month to get bad, which totally makes sense mm-hmm. where even for me in tennis, if I take a little bit of time off yeah. or even in, say podcasting mm-hmm. this is a good example too. If I record a bunch of different podcasts in a row, I get in this real flow and rhythm. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so if I take and buffer out a bunch of podcasts for say four or five months Mm -hmm. and then i take a little bit of a break and i don't record as many podcasts it usually takes me like one or two to kind of get my feet under me yeah so that's normal but i remember once i take the hour or two to get back and get comfortable i can say oh this is what i have to do better better Mm -hmm. like i start getting a list in my head of things that i can improve when i'm really got my rhythm back right so now that you're getting your rhythm back so like let's fast forward a month from now mm-hmm. you've got your rhythm back you're starting to roll real good yeah uh you feel real comfortable mm-hmm. now you feel like you can start working on things yeah how do you improve that grip strength are there any other things you're noticing right now where you're like man i know that this isn't going to be up to where i need it to be when i even get back to my mm-hmm. my level that i was at before right yeah. yeah do you have anything do you have like a running list in your head oh absolutely so that's, that's a great question yeah um, so basically, I actually already had this in my head about, you know, get, getting stronger grips, um, doing yeah. pull-ups, you know, you can hang your gi and do literally like grip pull-ups. Yeah, and that's good. just doing that every day, either mm-hmm. before or after training. Yeah. That's, you know, that, that'll only make your grip stronger. Yeah. I'm um, also just training with the gi on, you know, and yeah. practicing your grip strength always like grab, if I'm just, if I'm just training and I'm not. And I'm not giving my all to my grips. If I'm just being lazy and yeah. training with like a white belt, and, and no, no disrespect to a white belt, but mm-hmm. if I'm training with like a beginner, like a white belt or something, yeah, and I'm just grabbing like weak, right? Like yeah, weak. I'm not really, I'm not conditioning myself. I'm being lazy. Okay. So I really have to train with like strong guys yeah. and really develop controlling. You know, really getting my grip and controlling their sleeves. Okay. So this way. You know, I'm in control. Yeah. That'll condition my, my, uh, your forearms, my forearms. Yeah. yeah. My grip strength. Yep. Yeah. So. Do you th- ever think about doing the other way too? Like trying to like take a rubber band or something and extend your fingers to try and train yeah. the muscles that way. That would actually about? be cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's this one thing I've been seeing in an ad for on Instagram a bunch or on YouTube. It's like an extensor training. Basically you just stick your fingers in it and it's like a rubber band. And when you open your fingers, it provides resistance. Wow. Yeah. I've never seen that. That's, yeah. That's very cool. That's something you should check into, I think. Because if you're doing this way all the time and you're grabbing yeah. all the time, it'll probably be good to like really balance yourself out by yeah. doing the other way too. Yeah, yeah. I, I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's just what I would think because you want to be able to if you're if you create an imbalance by just doing the one way mm-hmm. and then you're extending the other way, that'll kind of even things out a lot yeah that'd be yeah. sweet mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Be, that would be cool to look into yeah do you have any technical stuff that you really have to work on technical stuff yes um i'm always trying to improve um, that's that's one thing yeah. that jt really 
if you watch his last fight to win pro video, um, mm-hmm. right after he won, he was already checking his match, and he's like, what can I do to improve? He smashed the guy, but he was like, I'm looking at holes in my game. Like he, yeah. He's looking t- to see what he can prove on. Yeah. And that mindset is just like leadership. That's, champ- that's, that's a champion's mindset. Yeah, you know he's never satisfied. Yeah. He's obviously proud of what he achieves, but he's never satisfied, and that's why he's great. Yeah, and that's that's a good mindset that there you uh, go. I want to be around. You know, uh, yeah, that'll help you a lot. Mm-hmm. Just uh, feeding off that, improving yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm glad that that's working out for you. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm glad you like training there. You went five days last week. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, it was like five, four or five days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got like at least it might have been ten classes. Yeah. yeah. I train so, like two days and you know uh, that's stuff like that. You'll so. get better real fast. Yeah. Um, I do, I do want to ask you though because it it's a bit of a hike, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How far is the drive for you? Because you're in you're <sighs> yeah. in PA. Yeah. And then you're training up in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the drive is definitely a commitment. It's um so it's it's with with decent traffic, it's six hours there and back. So total. Jeez. So it's it's a rough ride and also um with traffic it's about eight hours total Jeez. so yeah. yeah it depends on the day you know it depends if there's accidents you know things like yeah. that and uh you know it always depends if you yeah um get a flat tire you know yeah. things like that so that's mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot of wear and tear on my car oh, for you know, sure. like financially yeah. so that's one thing that um you know i just have to stay consistent with work with working yeah. and you know financially and it's being able to busy. support my dream yeah yeah mm-hmm. but if you do that and you really make the commitment to get up there because that's a that's a huge time commitment out of your yeah. day six hours to drive up there yeah and then do you worry that um because you're doing that like let's say because that's a huge time commitment we yeah. can both agree on that mm-hmm. um that recovery wise because mm-hmm. those guys they roll up there and they go home yeah yeah well it's also like a mental factor for you you're like i'm willing to make the commitment to come up here yeah but also like recovery sitting in the car right after you train hard like yeah. you're saying the training is grueling do you ever worry about that or? oh absolutely yeah. yeah that's 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 part of the um like literally i was i was driving home what was it thursday night and yeah. man i was exhausted i was like mm-hmm. i get home at like 2 a.m in the morning yeah like 1 2 a.m mm-hmm. and i literally was like sick because i was just like in the car all day and you know yeah. training and i didn't have anything to eat i don't know why i didn't stop getting up and eat but i yeah. was just like you know i was like nauseous and i'm like oh man yeah. i just went to sleep woke up the next morning felt horrible yeah and awful and then i got something to eat and i felt a little better and then yeah. hydrated you know yeah so yeah it, but, definitely get that right because mm-hmm. i want to see i want to see everything work out for you mm-hmm. and so because you're so talented and you're also Thanks, man. i i can't overstate enough like when i roll with you it just feels like i'm a baby but um <laughs> I'm really happy that you're able to roll with these high level think these high level people, mm-hmm. and you're able to really jump because I know that'll jumpstart your jujitsu, right? Um, but just get the recovery right. I-, I want you to get that right because I don't want you to get burned out from driving up there all the time. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's something you'll learn. Yeah. Get yourself something to eat, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. Done. Absolutely. You yeah. gotta eat. Yeah. You're what? You're six four. Yeah, six four. How yeah. much do you weigh? Like two o five. Yeah, two o five. You gotta eat. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. gotta eat man you weigh 20 pounds over 20 pounds heavier than i do yeah, yeah. and i eat a lot yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. what's I it do... like doing those two days oh man yeah it was brutal yeah brutal yeah it was brutal man mm-hmm. um yeah and that's that's one thing uh, i did want to mention like you know it's a sacrifice because uh yeah. like dude these last seven years i dedicated my life to jiu-jitsu like mm-hmm. um you know I, i've dated girls but you know relationships don't last like yeah uh, I'm, I'm i'm a lot different than the average uh, 
and, and you understand this because you're an athlete as well. Like mm-hmm. I'm a lot different than you know, like a college athlete or like mm-hmm. um, college athletes. Man, I, so I was a college athlete. Well, yeah, yeah. That is understand. a time commitment. Absolutely, that's a time because you got school. Yeah, this is something I've talked to with my friends about. Mm-hmm. Is that we always joke because uh, I have a friend that I train tennis with now because mm-hmm. um, I'm not on the team this year because I'm out of eligibility. Right, but. I've talked with my friend about it is you go to college and you'll be in classes and people will complain about having time. Yeah. Like they don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to study. I don't have enough mm-hmm. time to do this. And I go, Oh, do you play sport? Like yeah. in my head, I'm thinking, do you play sport? And if they say no, it's yeah. like, Oh no, do you have time? Oh yeah. Yeah. You have time. Absolutely. Trust me. <laughs> it's like a little funny thing because if, so I have to work out. Right. Um, I would work out anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. I would work out an hour every day. That's right. no problem. Um, so that's an hour out of my day spent for working out. Mm-hmm. So that's gone no matter what, even if I didn't do a sport. Right. Now, you take classes on top of that. And if you're anything like me, I scheduled my classes so that I had Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and I had Friday completely off. Mm-hmm. So I had classes um, those two days. Uh, those Monday, Wednesday, I had like six hours of classes. And then on top of that, I got to go and I got to go train. Yeah. And that's like two hours of practice. Yeah. So... Already, if I'm taking six hours of classes, mm-hmm. or let's say let's say five and a half, right? Right. So that's seven and a half hours mm-hmm. plus an hour. That's eight and a half hours of my day, where it's just spent on school and doing athletics. Yeah. And then I have Tuesday, Thursday, where I have like completely open wide schedules, mm-hmm. but I still got to come there for practice, and right. you can't skip practice or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I go, oh no, you have time. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> no, absolutely. Time. Yeah. And but you're kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. You're just not spending your time in a. In classes, like you're just you're driving, but yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. a commitment, dude. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I really hope it works out for you because it, training at that place is going to really explode your jujitsu. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, you deserve it. Yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah. Like what you what you said right there is like perfect, man. Life yeah. of an athlete is very difficult trying to it's make it professionally, different. and um, I would like to call myself professional grappler. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. I'm at that level, but yeah. Um, you got to compete more. I want to see you compete yeah, more for yeah, sure too. Because definitely. I want to see you beat up some people, man. <laughs> I want to see. I really want you to win. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you, man. Yeah. But I would say, yeah, I'd say the most difficult part is the, um, you know, financially. Like I've literally, you know, I was working like for the longest time, like 40, 50 hours a week, yeah. plus training every day, jujitsu, and and you know it's how hard. exactly how it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're. It's a job. It's yeah. It's like you know two jobs. Um, and, yeah. and on top of that, you know, I'm dealing with Tourette's. Like I gotta. Yeah. Got to hold in my ticks while I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the biggest um, stressor. Stress, yeah, yeah, for me, it's always been. Yeah, you know, I definitely want to. I'm trying to figure out if it's a good time to move into that because yeah, a couple yeah, things. Um, absolutely, yeah, for sure. You know, while we're on it, let's let's go, let's go into that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you've you've known you've had Tourette's for a while now, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was. I like always when, knew. I, oh, sorry. Yeah, you I? go ahead. You go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I always knew something was different about me at like yeah. a young age. You you know when something's like odd. Uh, yeah, when yeah. you're a kid, you always feel like something's different. Whether I don't know whether say if you're a fat kid, and, and yeah. no disrespect to fat kids out there, but yeah, and you see skinny kids and they're like, oh, you're fat, right? Yeah, like you know, kids are cruel. Like you know, yeah. you're different. Mm-hmm. Any anything about you, it's different. like this almost little. Yeah, kids are. It, they're brutal. Yeah. It's almost mm-hmm. this little proving ground. Absolutely. Really, I remember being that old. <laughs> and when you don't have adults around or anything and you're just hanging out with your friends, you guys tell some brutal jokes. It's almost <laughs> yeah. to like find out who can who can really take the most, yeah. you know, joke yeah. wise and whether or not you can move past it. It's also I mean, it's it's hard, man. It's mm-hmm. hard for sure. Especially Absolutely. with Tourette's, I get. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so like you said, you noticed that was different, and yeah, yeah, like I noticed I was different. I I was a very quiet kid, um, okay, very shy. I didn't like germs either, very OCD ish. Um, like yeah. literally, and it was nothing against my mom or dad or anything. I didn't like being touched. Like I, for yeah. the longest time, I wouldn't hug anybody. I wouldn't okay. touch anybody, and it mm-hmm. was it, it got bad. Like I was, I would like seclude myself in my room and just play, literally just play on the computer yeah. as a kid. Like I'm yeah. talking five, six years old, seven years old, mm-hmm. and um. I was just, you know, always hiding myself. Yeah. Um, and then the tick started around like, I'd say, what, like six years old? Okay. Say six years old, the tick started. Um, it started with like eye rolling, which wasn't bad, you know, yeah. but, you know, kids obviously noticed that. I would yeah. like roll my eyes like, uh, yeah, while you're to talking. The side. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And kids are like, why, why are you moving your eyes like that? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I, just <laughs> it just feels good. Yeah. yeah. To relieve tension. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think at first it was like, I just thought it was like a stress reliever. Yeah. Did you, do you feel like something changed and then the ticks started showing themselves or do you think mm. it was just like around that time they just yeah. started showing themselves they say, or you know, or you remember them? Or yeah. Like, I think that's when I just started remember living like six uh, years okay. old. Yeah. I don't know. My mm. mom says I used to have habits, but she thought it was just like stress. Oh, you know, like okay. Stress uh, yeah. induced like ticks. You know what I mean? She didn't think I actually had like, you know, Tourette's or nothing. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was just, you know, then you know, it started, it started evolving into like vocal tics. I started cursing. I started saying the F word, yeah. um, like mm-hmm. yelling it, yeah. um, which was very difficult. Um, yeah. you know, you got to worry about the ner- neighbors hearing you. Yeah. Um, that yeah. must be tough. Yeah. Very that's tough. That's that, like the one that everyone, when they think of Tourette's, like mm-hmm. they think of that one because of the yeah. South Park and everything like that. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, that must be real tough to live yeah. with. And <laughs> is it something where, how does it work in your mind where you just, like you said, you have the stress and you feel like you have to relieve it. Yeah. So is there like other ticks you feel like you could change it to, or does it, you only feel like that one works? Yeah. So I don't understand how, so like, sorry if I sound like I don't understand. How no, it works, no, not I really at all. don't understand. Yeah. Not at all, man. That's, yeah. that's complete. That's, uh, I don't think like a lot of people understand. That's, that's yeah. why I love like talking about it, you know? Yeah. Instead of just like, not like I used to, but, uh, yeah, I've talked to you about it a couple of times. I've learned a lot just from, cause you're the, <laughs> you're mainly like the only person I really know that I've sat down and really you're really open about talking about it. Yeah. So dude, you're definitely helping me. And I hope that, I hope yeah. that it, this will help the, having you on the podcast just for this and talk about your jujitsu. And then, mm-hmm. but even this, like help people understand. Yeah. I'm glad, abs- dude. Yeah. So, absolutely, man. So uh, I really like you appreciate saying, you, man. Yeah. So. How does it work? So yeah, it's not, um, it's not like my thoughts, right? It's yeah. not, I think some people think like you get a thought in your head and you're like, I need to say fuck. It's not that. Okay. It's like your brain, something in your, my brain is like, it's like a switch or something? Or like no, a- it's not that. It's like uh, the best way to explain it. So it's like a balloon in your head, right? It feels okay. like it swells. When when I hold a tick and it feels like it swells if I don't let it out. Okay. And it feels like all this tension. And yeah. then that the tension causes anger. Yeah. It causes like, um, let's see, like frustration. It causes stress. Yeah. Um, anxiety. Like, you know, yeah. and then I just, I feel like I got to let it out. And yeah. if I don't let it out, it just builds. It builds. Yeah, yeah. I get start it. getting headaches. So it's like, you know it's it, it's tough to explain because yeah for sure the ocd also comes into play too because i have words where i like to say <laughs> yeah and you know some of the words i say yeah, right yeah. so mm-hmm. like i curse um for some reason curse words feel good to say like it, yeah i don't know why like i used to have a word where i would, I would say voot and yeah. i was like i don't know why but like the feeling would it just feel feels right like you relieve that mm-hmm. tension where like my mom was like when I was cursing, my mom would be like growing up. She's like, Nick, can't you change it to like, uh, like Skittles or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I was just about to ask. Like, yeah. yeah. But, but for some like reason. the feeling of the word? Yeah. Oh, it's like okay. the feeling of the word. It like, it makes me comfortable. Like it, it, uh, 
it's like my stress reliever. That I makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Now I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. So you can't, yeah, because, huh, I'm stumbling over my words because I'm trying to think the best way to say it. But mm-hmm. um, in when people think of it in their minds, I guess they just think, oh, you think I have to say this word. Yeah. But for you, it's a feeling. Yeah. It's a feeling. Mm-hmm. That's it's, a really good way of describing it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. that I think that's why I'm a very sensitive person because like yeah. I, I've learned to like, mm-hmm. um, I, I I feel like I feel a lot more than the average person and I don't want to sound like that guy, but like, I just, I feel like I do. I'm very sensitive when it comes to relationships, like, uh, yeah. like, uh, friendships, like I'm very, um, I, I like to be tight with people. Like if, if I'm trying to be your friend, like I really expect if I'm loyal to you to get it back. And yeah. I, I don't get that much. A and lot under- of, a lot of fighters are that way. So yeah. jujitsu is a form of fighting. So I can say, yeah. Like, um, Again, I'm not in the fighting world, so I don't want to like say right. the wrong term. No, but that's all right. You you hear a lot of fighters are like that, like mm-hmm. UFC fighters, or they're I keep my family close, I keep mm-hmm. my friends close. Yeah, yeah. Connor's like that. You mm-hmm. see him, uh, Cody Garbrandt's like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the whole TJ Dillashaw situation. Yeah, right? absolutely. But, um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a big thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like um, I don't know. I think so. You were saying it? you're real, real emotional, and yeah, and mm-hmm. that's. I think that comes into play with that. Um, yeah, and, and I think, you know, growing up with it, I didn't have anybody to talk to. I still to this day never really met anybody with it. Like, yeah, like like with a case like I have. Like yeah. some people have a mild where it doesn't affect their everyday life. Yeah, like you would listen to this podcast, and be like, I don't even think he has threats. That's because I'm holding it in because yeah. like I don't want you know if I'm sitting here cursing or I'm sitting here making these grunting noises or yeah. something, I don't want to disrupt yeah. the audience i've never you you dude you can do whatever you want <laughs> you, you, yeah you, it's just yeah. a self-conscious thing yeah no i like, understand yeah i'm just letting you know yeah i'm letting you know i want you to be comfortable i don't care so for me because uh, i don't have visuals like here like even when i'm talking to you, i'm used to it now but you yeah. you have like a tick where you do it with your mouth yeah you kind of tick that and mm-hmm. how does like how does it all work where you feel does it feel different for different ticks like Absolutely. in your mind it feels different yeah yeah so there's like um there's vocal ticks there's uh motor ticks and yeah. like physical ticks and all that um i would say lately my vocal ticks have been a lot better mm-hmm. lately it's been the the physical i've you know i thought i cracked my rib like oh geez yeah like i've, I've been having a tough time the last six months with yeah. not not just the kidney thing and you know the gut thing but like yeah just my ticks in general like i i've um, my my sides are always sore like my yeah. head's always my my head's always in pain mm-hmm. um you know like back pain for my tics like yeah. um i like i tense my my like my forearms and everything and, and yeah my my hands go numb sometimes yeah you know so i'm always constantly like in pain with my body like it's, yeah and like you know i feel like sometimes people don't understand it's just like yeah you know What's i'll that? go to work and like i'm exhausted like i yeah. feel like shit and yeah you know, I'm always like, <laughs> I, I just feel like sometimes I always feel like shit, and that, yeah. that's that's what's been weighing me down lately. Yeah, with you know, mm-hmm. so. well, I can I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have such a better understanding for the way you're describing it here, mm-hmm. even so, I can totally see how that builds up stress, and because mm-hmm. it's not, it's a like you said, it's a feeling, and when you feel something, mm-hmm. even if you don't have Tourette's, like when you feel something, it really weighs on you. So yeah. with my concussion, even mm-hmm. I can feel when it gets worse, and yeah. it's a feeling where I can't really describe it to anyone. Yeah, but it just I can't function, mm-hmm. and so I don't know if it, I definitely don't feel like it's similar to what you're going through. But I kind of understand, like no, when you yeah, have that feeling absolutely. Yeah. That's that's a, that's like a good way to look mm-hmm. at it. And know? while we're here, I do want to talk about what it was like growing up for you for it mm-hmm. because you've never really told me about it. Yeah. But um, 
while you're here and we're at this point, have you found anything that kind of helps you with it? Um, jujitsu has been the only thing. Um, really? I, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, you know, obviously when you're dating girls, like mm-hmm. I, I, I haven't been the biggest, like, let's, let's put it this way. I haven't, I usually, I didn't date too much. So, yeah. and I don't, I don't hook up with a lot of girls because yeah. I, I just don't feel like giving myself away to somebody that's just going to use me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I'm very per like when it comes to relationships, I'm yeah. very loyal. I'm very, um, mm-hmm. like, uh, what's the word? Emotional. Right. Yeah. So I'm not a controlling person either. Like I let them do what they want, but at the same time, I feel like every relationship I was in, like yeah. girls, I was too serious for them. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's something I run into a lot. And, yeah. uh, I, I don't, I don't play games. I don't do none of that bullshit. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. That's something that um you know growing up like you usually it's the guy hurting a girl breaking yeah. a girl's heart with with me it was kind of the, the opposite around. you know yeah. so mm-hmm. I mean I've broke a couple hearts too but yeah you know <laughs> yeah. you know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean but uh yeah I just remember my <laughs> my the first girl that I was like in love with and uh like she I didn't even have my driver's license at the time like she would pick me up and stuff and we would yeah. you know we went on a couple dates mm-hmm. and like I don't even know why but like. I I love this girl. Like I was like, yeah. she, you know, she's amazing. Yeah. And uh, like when I was with her, I didn't even think about ticking. Like nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk much, which you know I was shy. But mm-hmm. um, you know, just being, I think, in love with a person. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I don't know if it was love, but like just, just young feeling, love. We'll call it young young love. love yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, even though it only lasts like three or four months. Yeah, you're like, smitten. Yeah, absolutely. It happens, dude. It happens. Yeah. But like that takes away a lot of my stress. But that's something I didn't have much. Like, like being relaxed, I guess. Yeah. Because when you're with someone that you really care about, you spend a lot mm-hmm. of time with, you can relax. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That's the biggest therapeutical thing I've ever witnessed in my life. Like yeah. that. Yeah. Really and that's, spending time with someone. Mm-hmm. Really spending time and getting to know someone. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Like you know, you know, being in love is the big. You know, what, what's the word? Like uh, the most. The I would say the most potent, powerful. Medicine. Yeah. The most yeah. powerful medicine, right? Yeah. So yeah, with that being said, jujitsu comes second. You know what yeah. I mean? Like mm-hmm. jujitsu is my passion and I love to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I had those two things, it would be like uh yeah. you know, I'd be unstoppable. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? But How I've about- never had that kind of support yeah. with um you know, because I feel like I'm misunderstood with the whole Tourette's thing. Yeah. Like people I think people look at me as like out in public like angry or like because uh, okay. I don't talk much and I'm very yeah. quiet. And like yeah. I have a I do have a um way about me sometimes where I'm in moods and I, you know, yeah. I don't talk to people and I get angry and I'm hard to communicate with. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's really self, self-aware. Yeah. 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 I am very self-aware. Yeah. I do. Um, I do call myself out on a lot of shit, but, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. there are things I can improve on, but you know, that's good. To, it's a journey. So, yeah. But being young and being able to really focus on what you, you, I actually just talked about this on the podcast the other day. Someone mm-hmm. asked me what was the biggest self internal struggle that I had to deal with. Yeah. And that was really understanding what, I can improve in myself and yeah. where my faults are, where, mm-hmm. where I don't do stuff well. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I really try to work on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can see from what you're saying. Yeah. I yeah. It's definitely learned that about you today. <laughs> yeah. Definitely more the ability to say that and just say, these are the two things that help me or yeah. it's, this is what I don't do well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll help you out. It's just a journey though. Like yeah. you'll figure out. I mean, we're both young, but absolutely it'll yeah. figure out and work itself out, which is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so, so let me ask you a question. What, what would you think, uh, I want I want to ask you because like in my head it's always like um you know like we, we when you see someone with a disability like yeah even if they're an attractive person like I feel like people nowadays like college kids and everything I feel like that's an automatic like yeah. I can't date them though you know what yeah. I mean mm-hmm. so like you personally and and 
Yeah. Just be honest. Like, would you date someone with a disability? With a disability. Yeah. I mean, with like Tourette's, I mean, I couldn't see, like, if they were the right person for me, like, why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question because if you found the right person, but obviously, if I found the right person, I would date them. Right. But the thing is, too, like, is the disability so serious that, yeah. like, I couldn't have kids with the person or mm-hmm. something. You know what I mean? Right. And not that I'm thinking about that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you know, I don't know. I just kind of, I don't even really think about it too much because I, yeah. I don't really think about dating that much mm-hmm. um, just because I, I don't really have time. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't have time. Yeah. And I'm not very good at talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like talking to girls and like figuring that and navigating that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's always been something that I struggle with yeah. um, because I, I, I haven't been that self-confident. So mm-hmm. that's something right. that definitely... Um, I've been working on improve, but that's, it'll come, you know, I'm, I'm at a point now where I know that it'll come Mm -hmm. and I just have to continue to work on myself and improve myself and do the things that I enjoy. So I I spend a lot of time focusing on podcasting and really get a lot of self joy from doing that and playing tennis and improving myself. Right. That's where I find a lot of my, um, my affirmation is like improvement within myself. Mm -hmm. And when I see that I'm improving, um, I feel better. I just feel better. And that's yeah. when I, that's when I get the most joy is when I see improvements, mm-hmm. like tangible improvements. But right. Um, yeah. Well, I know that doesn't really answer your question, but I, no, I, no, I can't, no. I couldn't, I wouldn't be really able to say unless I was in that situation. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, for like a lot, I feel like if the disability, if the per like, if it's the right person, like the disability doesn't get in the way of the relationship. Right. Yeah. But like, say if, um, you know, obviously if like, you're like, um, you're, you're a motivated guy, say if like you're flying or like, it, it doesn't even have to be a disability, say if like someone's afraid to fly and like, yeah. you know, you want to be a traveler yeah. and like the person just does not want to fly. Like, would that yeah. person work out for you? You know what I mean? Like things like I, that, you know, it's, I don't know. That's like, um, I don't know. It's a tough question. Um, I think that's all the type of, I think you just have to go and date a lot of people. Yeah. I think you just yeah. have to date a lot of people and you'll, it'll feel right. Right. Um, which is something I'm not very good, like I'm not good at at all. That's not that's not something that I excel in. That's something where I could improve. Mm-hmm. But um, for you, like if you're if that being with someone that you can really relax with really helps you, I would just say date a lot of people, and yeah. if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work. Like don't look for anything. Yeah, and then eventually it'll just work itself out. Mm-hmm. Like invest a lot of your chips into jujitsu yeah. and work and mm-hmm. what really help you there, and then put some chips in there, and then eventually you'll direct more of your bandwidth towards yeah. that because it'll it'll work out. Mm-hmm. But the only way you can really do that in my mind is you really have to practice. Yeah. And like go out and yeah, talk to a lot like of people. Yeah, it's like you just got to practice. For you like you'll eventually find someone that like um is fine with your tics. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. that's a, that's the ultimate goal. The yeah. only way you can do that again is like I said is really just go out and just going out, yeah, you know. Go out, do it and uh that would be my suggestion. Go out, yeah. do it and um like, don't really look for anything. Yeah, no, just I, kind of, I honestly don't. But. Yeah, just kind of practice. Yeah. Yeah, use it as, like, a practice ground. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. That would be my suggestion, mm-hmm. um, again, but I am in no position of authority to tell you <laughs> to tell you how to do that because, uh, again, I'm not very successful at it myself.
All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to part one uh, with Nick. It was an amazing episode, and I can't wait for part two to come out. That's going to come out next week. Now, if you guys have anything that you want to say to me or the podcast and you want to get in contact with me, uh, you can follow me at my social media or you can message me there, whatever's easiest for you guys. It's all My email is also pretty easy reach. It's at the Lucas High Podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening again today, guys. It means the world to me. And I hope you guys have the best week ever. Uh, don't forget about part two coming out next week. All right, guys. Love you. Love you guys. Bye.